Well, welcome back to another episode of Words of Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Wells, and we are continuing our series uh, with our women, titled Women in Ministry. And today, I am really flabbergasted by the amount of comments that you guys have been given um, that this is reaching, obviously, more women (laughs) um, than I thought possible in just the way that everyone has been is unique because when you talk to the kingdom and you talk to uh, different people, different cultures, you're understanding different perspectives and understanding that it's (laughs) like James Brown. This is a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing without a woman. And we, I am so grateful that women have never went extinct uh, from within that because one, we need population. (laughs) We need babies. Um, but also, we need a, a, another half. We need that helpmate uh, for those that are married. We need another perspective to detail us because most men are not detailed. Um, as much as we think we are, there's always another question that a female will have. They just, we're wired different. And when we begin to accept that, we makes life a whole lot easier when we understand that, hey, I may not be wicked or maybe weak in this, but she may be strong in this, you build each other up that way, and you have a partner that you can trust. Um, And so to continue our Women in Ministry series, I have with us, in my opinion, this is a superstar of York County, um, which all started with the purple and gold of Northwestern Purple Regiment, almost with Q-Dog, and I didn't even have the fraternity or nothing like that. Um, you know, you see Shaq going to the aisle, I'm doing all those and all that stuff. Uh, I'm glad y'all can't see that. <laughs> but um, we people, when you are amongst, when you live in a world that is dark, um, the light, you don't have to outshine anyone. Your light does enough. Um, and so... This lady that is with us is Latoya. Uh, oh, new last name. Morrison. <laughs> Morrison. Yeah. I was about to say the other <laughs> ill that came out with it. Uh, but uh, she is doing dynamic things. Well, let me change that. God is doing dynamic things through her um, in Judah, Judea, and is getting ready to be all Samaria as well. I just wanted to put that into you um, as we keep going. This is an open podcast, so at any moment when Spirit downloads, you know, guys, we upload uh, within that. And so I'm going to let her introduce herself, and we'll get going. Yeah, well, I believe you've done a great job introducing <laughs> me. Thank you. You made me re- sound real good. I don't think I can do any better, but I'll just add just okay. a little bit. See, females, <laughs> I know. Okay, just a little bit. So um, if I could describe myself, yes. I would say that I am a kingdom-minded woman. Okay. Full of confidence, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, see, you, you think you can't do no better. <laughs> I saying, okay, kind of sums it up. Yeah. I want your, um, your listeners to understand my heart. Okay. I'm going to be coming from a kingdom perspective, mm-hmm. not just a church perspective, meaning yes. the church plus ED. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> a lot of people church, but yeah. they have not really tapped into kingdom principles and being mm. kingdom-minded. And so yeah. that's what I desire to share with all of you on this wonderful day. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Well, um, I know um, I don't take 
I don't want to assume anyone knows everything within that. So can you tell us about how your ministry got started? Yeah, it's so funny that you say how your ministry got started because I never really use the word ministry. Mm. I just do. I just move and allow the Lord to use me in whatever way he desires to. Mm -hmm. But the more that I do... It's like those word that word is being used even more. Mm-hmm. So you're like, what this? You know, it describe your ministry, and mm-hmm. then other people is like, you know, are like, hey, I love your ministry, and I'm like, okay, Lord, well, I guess this is a ministry. Yeah. And so I received that. Mm-hmm. Um, how did the ministry start? So I'm also known as Latoya Out Loud mm-hmm. on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. things of that nature, and I went through a separation and. A divorce back in 2015 2016 mm-hmm. and the Lord used my mess and turned it into a message mm-hmm. and I knew that I had something to share with women I had a word for women as it relates to being guided by the Holy Spirit when you're going through such a storm mm-hmm. or something detrimental such you know like a, a separation or divorce mm-hmm. and so um, I began to leave videos on social media, just encouraging people, mm-hmm. and I ended up writing a book called Out Loud, My Story of Abandonment, Hope, and Faith, and it just kind of transformed from there. Uh, people began to invite me to speak and different things like that, and so um, I was able to just really share my testimony. Okay, hold, hold, hold yeah. on. We ain't gonna just fly by <laughs> all the stuff. Y'all seeing who she is. But we ain't going to fly by like she just didn't say she wrote a book. I did write a book. What was the inspiration behind the book? Oh, my gosh. Separation. Okay. It was very challenging. That was a very challenging time, um, a very challenging part of my life. And mm-hmm. so 2015, um, my ex-husband decided that he didn't want to be married anymore. Okay. And I came home one day and his bags were packed and he left. Mm-hmm. And I heard Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. All right, I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I heard Holy Spirit say, don't go after him. And I just, you know, didn't really understand the fullness of what mm-hmm. that meant at that time. Mm-hmm. But God was going to work everything out. Mm-hmm. And so I did not chase. You know, I did not go after. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up leaving. During that time of him leaving, I just stayed in Christ. Okay. So I just stayed in my word. I didn't date. I didn't talk to anybody on the phone. I didn't do any of that. It was just me and God. And so in that time of uh, engaging with the Father, Mm -hmm. I began to journal. And so the Lord said, use your journals and share your journal entries with others. Mm -hmm. And so I began to, um, to do that, and it turned into a book. So the journal entries turned into a book which turns into motivation and inspiration and okay. things of that nature. And so that's how the book came about. It, it's, it was me journaling my experience through separation and divorce mm-hmm. for that year. Mm-hmm. And then I just began to, you know, share my story with others. And so, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All righty. He turned the mess into a message, Josh. <laughs> I see that. Okay. And it's being heard. He turned it around. And so I'm so, my heart is, when I talk about it, my heart mm-hmm. is full because I understand, like, people, when you go through something like that, people give up. 
It is hard. It is Hmm. challenging. Yes. I'm in ministry. Mm -hmm. I'm also an ordained minister. Mm -hmm. I'm also an ordained evangelist. Mm -hmm. So I am these things while I'm going through this. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking about what are people saying? What are people, what do people think about you? Mm -hmm. What does it look like? But, the, but God kept me through all of that, mm-hmm. and he has added to my life through all of that. Yeah. And so I don't take it lightly. I mm-hmm. really want people to understand that if you're going through that, mm-hmm. stay in Christ. Yeah. Stay in the word. Yeah. Don't look left. Don't look right. Be courageous, mm-hmm. right? Be strong. Stay planted in the word. Yeah. Very true, Joshua 1, 6, and 9. Mm-hmm. Um, I was teaching my co-op that this morning um, about the book of Joshua. But also, um, when you are, when we as people are going through things, especially things that are will become public, we have to realize God doesn't care about our titles. The only title he cares about is son or daughter. And because man will label you in so many different areas, and it doesn't matter what they do, because we will label people off of one moment, and it'll last a lifetime. And that's done by people, church people. Doubting Thomas doubted one time, but that is who he is known by, not the all other things. And we cannot allow... I call those enemy voices to, to, to deter us from understanding those are people's decisions, and you cannot be responsible for the way that they respond or react. That's right. You have to do what you have to do. So it is admirable to go through and then to write that out. And no matter who does or who doesn't read it, mm-hmm. the fact that you were able to put it out was a testimony for Latoya itself to go through within that. And I did not forget, my viewers, we will do our big three. So, Latoya, uh, we do focus on mental health and all that stuff going on in here. So there's a big three that we have, and I don't know if you've heard these on the podcast or not, but I asked, how are you seeing? And so we're going to break those down. The S is... Sleep, the E is eating, and the second E is exercising. So, number one, how do you sleep? I sleep well. Okay. I don't sleep long. (laughs) (laughs) But I sleep well. Okay, so do you get at least seven and a half to eight hours of sleep? Not every night, I'm not going to lie. Okay. What's an average day for you? I can go out for four or five hours. Is that not good? And last how long? All day. Okay. Yeah, all day. And I, I, I do a, a five, and I know we haven't got to the exercise part yet. Yeah, and I, I know, I know. At 5 a.m. What time do you go to bed normally? Last night, okay. I went to bed at 9.30. And woke up at 1.30? 4.30. Okay. Because I had a 5 o'clock uh, Yeah, so you class. went six or seven hours then. Correct. But the night before that, I went to bed at 10.30. And woke up? At... 3.30. Okay. And went to a 5 o'clock class. 
What were you doing from 3.30 to 5? I'm just up. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Now, 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 this is the part where you were supposed to give me some type of godly advice and encouragement in this area. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I do. Well, we'll get to the end and we'll come back okay. to that okay. within it. We have um, some recommendations for you, right? <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so now, how are you, what does your eating look like on a day? And when we talk about eating, mm-hmm. we're not, um, everybody's word healthy um, is irrelevant. It's perspective what the word healthy means to different people. When we talk about eating, we're talking about not just enough Well, enough to function and to where you're not putting in, uh, you're eating enough. What you're putting in your body is one thing, but not putting an overemphasis on like junk food or all that. Uh, But when you are eating, do you feel like you eat enough? I do eat enough. Throughout the day. Throughout the day. Okay. I'm very mindful of how I eat, but it's probably because I've been working out and working to trainer and things of okay. that nature. So that's been very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yet, I don't eat all day. Okay. I'm more of, I haven't eaten a meal yet. I'm more of a 6, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. eater. I do a lot of intermittent fasting. I okay. I've heard of that yeah. before. Yeah. So I do a lot of fasting. Okay. I also am very mindful now currently mm-hmm. with what I'm putting into my body. Mm-hmm. So for instance, the day before yesterday, well, yesterday was my husband's birthday. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to eat a cheesecake mm-hmm. because that's what I want. Yeah. I don't tell myself no. Yeah. I don't deprive myself. Okay. Um, I do enjoy myself. Yes. But because I knew I was going to have cheesecake, mm-hmm. I decided not to have grapes and apples because those are natural sugars, yeah. but yet it's still sugar. Yeah. And so some people will just kind of eat mm-hmm. everything just mm-hmm. because it's healthy. I mm-hmm. eat the grapes, the apple, and I'm going to eat the, the cheesecake. Mm-hmm. I'm just mindful that if I put this into my body, then mm-hmm. I'm not going to put that into my body. Okay. So I'm doing better. Okay. I'm eating well. Yeah. I'm eating with mindfulness. Okay. Okay. We'll take that. Okay. And how often are you exercising a week? I work out three to four times a week currently. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Currently. <laughs> so we're it's speaking on currently. Journey, so okay. Currently. So we'll yes. we'll build on that as well. Okay. So okay. the sleeping, the eating, and the exercising. Yes. I, when those all all three, you are at your optimal state. Mm-hmm. Um, when those three are being done. So you're sleeping. When you're getting four hours of sleep, do you notice the difference in your eating and exercising? I don't. Okay. Me particularly, I don't because it just all runs together. Like until my my brain is like I have to get things done, Mm -hmm. and so I don't sleep if I'm thinking about things that I need to do or get done. Okay. Once I'm finished, Mm -hmm. I can sleep all day. Okay. I actually have given myself one day mm-hmm. out of the week. A lot of people call it their Saturday That's Sabbath. rest. Yeah. I call it my, my rest day. Yeah. Friday is my rest day. So okay. I don't have meetings. I don't plan anything. I do whatever I want to do. Okay. So if that's sleep all day, just stay in the bed, I get up when I want to, mm-hmm. then I will. It's okay. my choice. Okay. Okay. 
Am I not taking away from your your like you know the strategies that you share? I'm sorry, Josh. I'm not. But you ain't said a word. This is all okay. we do. This okay. is all we do. Um, with it, I just let his Holy Spirit convict wherever he needs to, um, and I just like go do it. Um, so when you are having when you, if that sleep is irregular. How is your mood? I believe. Don't lie. I, I, I got somebody I, in the room, but we know, he ain't on the mic yet. But I see my husband there, but my mood, I don't feel like it affects my mood in any type of a way. Like, I feel like, um, I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm a, I am a high energy person, period. Always been. I'll, I'm a high energy person. So yeah. I'll just do, for instance, Saturday. Okay. Took a group experience to South Carolina State Youth Day. Okay. We were up from six. We had to get up and uh, travel to 6.30 a.m., didn't get back to 7.30. So that's an all-day trip. Yeah. I am tired, mm-hmm. but the next day, I slept all day. Before we went on that trip, I got three or four hours, yet I didn't feel bad or mm-hmm. moody. Mm-hmm. I just get things done, making sure people are where they're supposed to be. I don't. I think it all runs together. Now, my husband may have a different opinion, but me, I don't believe I'm moody, Josh. Okay. I don't feel moody. I just feel like I need to get it done. When you have a disagreement or yes. a conversation, yes. um, we may have to bring them back, y'all, as yes. a couple. We need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> when we get into our marriage series, that would be so fun. Um, I would love to. <laughs> we may actually do something like that. <laughs> um, but when you guys are beginning to have a discussion yes. and you're hungry, do you ever feel shorter or different? See that. See for me, you have to bring us back because I'm. I can go without eating all day. Oh, okay. I, I I'm not the one who gets short, short, <laughs> and temperamental. <laughs> Look at him pointing himself when I'm hungry. That's not my role because I'm just. I would rather be at home. Okay. Sitting settled. Yeah. Than eat. Okay. So all day, like I have, like I'm, like I'm here with you. I haven't yeah. eaten anything. Okay. I'm, I still feel good. Yeah. I've already made up in my mind, in my mindfulness that I'm not going to eat until after six. Well, with your, how long have you been doing intermittent fasting? Yeah. So I probably for about a month. So I'm thinking okay. thirty days have kind of given me this. Yeah, it does. Did you have the headaches in the beginning? Not really. No. Not really. Some don't. Some do. No. Not, okay. not any headaches. Okay. Yeah. Just tired a little bit. You know, okay. it's a struggle. Yeah. Like your stomach is telling you that you want food all the yeah. time. Yeah. You know, but um, nothing that I feel is overwhelming. Okay. Am I helping? I hope I'm helping. I'm not taking away. You're being you. That's all okay. I ask. Okay. No. Anybody else out here? <laughs> because Josh is in here looking at me like, what? Uh-uh. Okay, my husband is over there in the corner laughing. I got two males in here. Any of my sisters out there can feel me right now. Too bad you can't hear them. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh okay. My gosh. Yes, that does. But overall, out of the three, okay. when one is off, it does affect your overall, you know, whether you've been aware or not, um, especially the sleeping and eating. Most people in America, anyway, it, no, well, throughout the world, exercise is done in so many different ways. Yeah. 
and it doesn't have to be in a gym, even though that's what I prefer. Right. Um, but it has to be something that gets your heart rate. You have to move. So this ain't like golf that's considered a sport where you end up a swing a club and then get somebody to drive you around everywhere. That ain't no sport. And anyway, but if we can make sure because that we are doing the sleeping, the eating, and the exercising, uh, those three are natural ways of making sure our mental health is okay. I believe that. I, I'm in full agreement with that. Okay, you got to recover. I would, like to add, <laughs> I would also like to add this, though. Mm-hmm. I do listen to my body. Mm-hmm. And there has been times where I've canceled training appointments yes. because I didn't go to sleep. I'm up until 1, 1 a.m., 2 yes. p.m., and my training is at 5 or 5.30 a.m., yeah. I'll say I need to cancel because I'm very tired. So I yes. won't exercise. I'll Absolutely. I'll sleep throughout the morning. So I'm going to put that out there. That's great. Okay, That's I do great. do that. That is great and, because you have to sleep. And eating. If okay. I eat, I know that if I eat sugar, uh-huh. if I eat that cheesecake, uh-huh. if I eat something that I that I know is not really Normal. feeding my body, yeah. the right types of things, and I have to work out the mm-hmm. next day, I can feel in oh, my workout yes. those desserts. Yes. So therefore, yes. I choose if I'm going to be working out on a particular day. Excuse me. Yep. Then I don't have that the day before. There you I try go. Not to. There you go. So there is some strategy. Yeah. That yeah. That's my boy okay, Jay. Guys. That's my boy Jay. I know where, yes. I, where that came from with yes. it. Oh. All righty. Do so, you know Jay? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So you know my trainer. Yes. Okay. All right, all right. Yes. And I tell him everything, so he can he can attest to this. He'd be like, "How'd you eat?" And I'd be like, "I had cheesecake." <laughs> I'll let him know I did not lie to him. Yeah, me and him used to work out together when the office was in Lake Wiley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool guy. I have five things that I want to add. Five, five, just five, five tips. For what? Women. On what? Spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially whole. Those are my five things that I try to make sure that I have accountability in. Physically whole, I have Jay. Spiritually whole, I have the pastor. Mentally okay. whole, emotionally whole, I have mentors. Um, financially whole, I have a business person, account- accountability partner. So we need accountability. So the reason I feel so confident in those areas is because I have other pieces of, um, I have other people in my life who hold me accountable in those areas. Okay. So I have people to answer to. I okay. To add that. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I'm well, done. <laughs> the, are you? <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, but uh, moving on in all of that, those three things, as you guys hear, are very valuable to make sure that you are doing, especially women. So y'all know this is not uh, just focused on one gender or one area, but it's valuable through it all um, as well. And I would still encourage you, if you are not exercising, you're missing out. It's not about the look. It's not necessarily about trying to uh, do so much weight or not. It's about the dopamine release. It's about the mental health that it provides for you, the stress relief. All There's so many benefits of exercising and confidence that comes with it because so many times self-esteem is rooted, especially for females, in the mirror. And if we can counteract those things and not just feel like we have to settle for this is just the way it is, some things we have to fight through. And with that, 
comes that resilience and that tenacity to just get up and do it. Um, and so with Latoya, I wanted to ask you, uh, one of the main concerns, not concerns, sorry, one of the main issues for me is I saw your ministry uh, take off. Um, was it how long ago did you launch uh, Latoya Out Loud? So that was in 2016. Okay, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I've watched you since then. But was there a period to where it died down some, or was what was that? Yeah, so 2021. Okay. Around COVID. Okay, is when it just started to decrease. Well, it wasn't. Um, I don't. You know, the Lord said that it was done. The okay. Mo- the Monday morning out loud. Yeah, yeah, and the, Monday morning. But didn't you also go out to different places and speak as well? Yeah, so I still do those things. Okay, I okay. I still go out and speak the Monday morning. Out Louds on Facebook, it was time to, those came to okay. the end. Okay, okay. Um, the season was up. You know, the Lord takes you face to face in the glory to glory. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just in time with him, that season was up. Mm-hmm. Um, I continue, I do continue and still continue to go out and speak in different things of that nature. Okay. Um, but it was time to kind of move on to some other things. And so okay. entrepreneurship became something that I okay. tapped into as well. You know, I left my full-time job. Okay. In 2018, okay. I started a business. So, therefore, that was a lot of time and effort and engagement put into that part of mm-hmm. uh, being built up. And so, lots of change. I got married. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, you know, marriage happened um, during that time as well. Um, I used to attend a specific church. I no longer attend that church. Okay. That was in 2021. And so, my husband and I, um, we have the new pastor. It's, so many things, so many new yeah. things happen that okay. people just don't, you know, mm-hmm. haven't been privy to. Yeah. Um, but it just never stopped. Okay. I've never stopped. It just doesn't look like it used to. Okay. If that makes sense. Um, <laughs> with all those things going forth in yeah. the in the beginning, in the roots of it all, yeah. were there any, and you may not even looked at it this way, but were there any... Um, hang-ups or walls you had to go around for for just being a female in ministry? Were there any walls that I had to go around? I've never looked at it as this door is opening or this door is closed because I'm a female in ministry. Okay. I never had those type of eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm just a person who believes that, you know, that the hope that God is with me, that He speaks to me, mm-hmm. and what I'm, what what I do is I'm called to do what I do. Okay. And so if that door opens, it's because God is with me. If that door doesn't open, it's because God is with me. So mm-hmm. I never looked at it like I can't do this because I'm a woman in ministry. Okay. I've never compared myself to I'm a man, you know, to a, to yeah. a male or anything like that. Yeah. Um. There has been times where in sharing the word where I've been confronted with women are not supposed to teach or women are not supposed to preach and things of that nature. How did that come about? Um, so we do a Bible study. My husband and I do uh, a Bible study during the fall mm-hmm. um, regularly now. And there were, was a gentleman on there who I think had a discussion with his um, with his with his spouse mm-hmm. that um, they don't believe that I should be teaching and preaching and things of that nature. And mm-hmm. so my feedback, 
because I have a covering. My mm-hmm. husband is my covering. Mm-hmm. We also have a pastor that's my covering. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole nother conversation that we can get to in another time about the dynamics of women preachers and scriptures and all that kind of stuff. Um, but my, my response to him was, well, you know, this is a choice. You can decide to be a part of it or you don't have to. And that's how I can, that's how I continue to carry on. And so, um, he, he didn't return Mm -hmm. and guess what? That's okay because God continues to add. Now, why would we go on to a different time frame when this is what that's all about? <laughs> well, I just feel like um, I don't have, like, the commentary. Like, there's oh. just pieces of scripture that I wouldn't want to confuse anyone. As I got you. To, like, pulling different scriptures that shows evidence of, oh, okay. of women preaching. I mean, we can talk about it, but yeah. I mean, like, study notes and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, in the research yeah. of the the scriptures that you yeah. were going forth with all of that because some denominations still yeah. have that within there. And so that is the, the number one yeah. um, wall that women have to deal with in the yeah. kingdom, yeah, unfortunately, true. is denominational walls. Well, you know what? And that's my kingdom. See, and you, that's my, my issue. You know, okay. it's... I'm not a church system person. Mm-hmm. My husband and I don't attend a four wall building at this time. Uh-huh. We actually lead our ministry, lead a ministry on Zoom. Mm-hmm. We do have a pastor that mm-hmm. pastors a particular church. Yeah. He's our covering, he's yeah. our accountability. Yeah. But we don't have a four wall building that we attend to every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I encourage people if you need to be a part of fellowship, go mm-hmm. to church. Yeah. It's just not it's just not where God has led us at this time. Okay. Um and kind of like a house church well like yeah like a, a four-wide building yeah. yeah i call it you know we're not a part of a systematic yeah. structure mm-hmm. at this time mm-hmm. and we prefer not to be mm-hmm. at this time yeah um if our pastor's church he's about an hour and 45 minutes away mm-hmm. we probably would go yeah but he's not close mm-hmm. so we, we we're confident we're, we know we're in kingdom. We know we're in Christ. We okay. don't struggle with the challenges of, I have to be somewhere if I'm not on the choir, if I'm not an usher, <laughs> yeah. if I'm not singing, then yeah. I'm not in kingdom. Yeah. I'm not in Christ. We don't really struggle with that because we understand that there's a difference between church system here in the world and in the earth mm-hmm. and kingdom, the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And we know that God is coming back for one church without spot or wrinkle. Mm-hmm. And that's not a building. It's mm-hmm. not 114 Walnut. It's not 155 uh, Green Street. Yeah. Okay? He's not coming back for a building. Not Green Street. Girl, she about to say where she from, y'all. <laughs> but y'all, she, she ain't funny. from it. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all don't know. Yeah, she about talking about the Taylor Stone. She talking about everything over here. You know, all over here. We said the preparation, but she going way on back. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That that's is all right. So funny. Listen, yeah, that's okay. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. Um, I'm not saying that. Um, I'm not saying that. You know, church systems or going to a building is wrong at all. No, I think that people need to understand. Mm-hmm. That we are the church. Absolutely. You Ecclesia. as a human yes. are the church. Yes. Your heart posture. God is looking at your heart posture, not how many times you sing on the choir. Mm-hmm. He's looking at your heart posture, not how many times you show up at church. Mm-hmm. He wants to know your heart posture. He wants mm-hmm. to understand your faith. Abraham's mm-hmm. faith was accredited as righteousness. Mm-hmm. Your faith makes you right with God. Yeah. Not how many times you 
you know, you the religiosity, the religiosity of it. And so therefore, I think that it's important for us to understand kingdom. Romans chapter 14, verse 17 says that the kingdom of God is of righteousness, peace and joy Mm -hmm. in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So therefore, there's a lot of systems and a lot Mm -hmm. of religious places of worship that are not leading with righteousness mm-hmm. when you leave you don't feel no peace yeah and when i when i attend i don't feel no joy mm. therefore something ain't lining up yeah. so um so i don't get mixed up in because i'm a woman what i should do yeah i get mixed up in i'm a child of god and what i'm going to do okay. and what i'm going to do is follow the principles mm-hmm. the biblical principles of god mm-hmm. i'm going to do my best to make them practical in my life on a mm-hmm. daily basis in the way I live. And that's it. Yeah. You know, and so um and so, you know, the Bible tells us not to quarrel, mm-hmm. tells us not to argue about the word. Yeah. I will never do it, won't do it. Mm-hmm. I'll leave you standing there because I'm not going to do it unless Holy Spirit righteousness mm-hmm. um moves me to to say something. Yeah. Um words are important. Um and we should not waste our words. As a matter of fact, there's a scripture in the Bible, and I don't know exactly where it is, mm-hmm. but it talks about how we will be held accountable for every word that comes out yeah. of our mouth. And yep. so I'm very careful with what I say and who I say it to. And I also keep in mind that I feel like I'm talking a lot. No, you, okay. it's women. Okay, listen. I also keep in mind <laughs> that God does the drawing. Yeah. I keep that in mind. There's only one way to the Father, and that's through the Son. And there's only one way to the Son, and that's if God draws you. So I don't know who God is drawing. So that's not mm-hmm. my problem. That's not my concern. Holy Spirit will make will give me the discernment to know who God is placing in front of me. Mm-hmm. Time, place, season, reason to know who to minister to, how to minister to them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, I'm just confident in the Word of God. I'm just very confident. And so I don't play those games with... You can't do this. You can't do that. I don't play those games because I don't even know who you are in the kingdom. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. And until I go talk to God about you, I don't even have any words for you. Yeah. And I believe that the Father will tell me all about you. Mm-hmm. And depending upon what he tells me about you, that will determine my next response. I got and that you. may be a response or that mm-hmm. may be no response at all. Yeah. And so I think that it's yeah. important for us to consider who we are as kingdom citizens. At, at all times, we are kings in the kingdom, okay? We mm-hmm. are chosen. We are part of a royal priesthood. We are not commoners, and, 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 and we are the salt of the earth. We are yep. separate from commoners, mm-hmm. and so I move like that. I move in royalty. My speech has to, I respond in royalty. Mm-hmm. Things have to line up with who I've been called to be, and so I don't have common arguments. Good. So. Oh, that was a lot. I know. <laughs> but it was all in line, so there was no need to move you in a different direction. Okay. It's all fine. Um, but I was, as you were talking, I was downloading um, as well. And for our women, um, especially those that are pursuing ministry in obedience to a call that God may have. Um, invited you to, but along the way, um, those sometimes it the 
I don't I think it is a quote, but I don't know by who, but the journey is the destination. And along the way in your ministry, like you said in the beginning, um you went through a separation and that's where in the divorce where the the book came from but what were some and it may be this probably discussed in the book but what were some steps that you had to uh or some internal wars that you had to step through uh specifically to keep going did I do anything wrong? It okay. was my fault. Could I have done something different? Did I really hear Holy Spirit when I got married? Mm-hmm. You know, different things of that nature. Um, I had to deal with that internally. I had to deal with failure. I'm a woman in ministry. You know, I, I'm, I'm a licensed minister. I evangelize the gospel, and mm-hmm. I'm going through a separation and a divorce. Uh, mm-hmm. What does that look like? You know, failures were something that I had to deal with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, making sure that I was tending to God's instruction. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I didn't do is just run to a lawyer and say I wanted to divorce. Okay, okay. That wasn't, that's not, yeah. that, that's not what God called me to do. God said, don't go after him. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't supposed to go after mm-hmm. him. But don't go after him doesn't mean that I'm not going to reconcile in marriage. Mm-hmm. So I had to be still. And I had to consult with God regularly through prayer, mm-hmm. through worship, through I journaled mm-hmm. every single day. And I had to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me about my next moves. So therefore, I would constantly ask God from April 2015 when my ex-husband left. Mm-hmm. To, the, to November 2015 is when I got my answer. But those months was me asking God, are you going to reconcile my marriage mm-hmm. through prayer? And he had not given me an answer yet. So mm. as a married woman, mm-hmm. my duty as a kingdom citizen was to be still. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean go out on dates. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean, you know, um, go complain. That doesn't mean anything except for Mm -hmm. stay in your word, stay confident that God Mm -hmm. is with you, continue to seek God through this process. Mm -hmm. And the Lord speaks to me through dreams and visions. Mm -hmm. And so I I went through the process. Now, I wasn't wasn't a fool in any of this Mm -hmm. because my ex-husband had moved away and was doing his own thing. And he would call and do different things here and then. So I had to also deal with that part. Mm -hmm. I had to make certain decisions. Was I going to answer the phone? Was I not going to answer the phone? Because I couldn't allow him to play with my emotions and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. So I had to go through that. Uh, It came a time around November where I had a dream and a vision where the Lord said specifically to me, he's not going to reconcile my marriage. So that was what? April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Seven months Mm -hmm. worth of seeking God Mm -hmm. in how to move. Because if God said he is going to reconcile, no matter what, I will stay in position Mm -hmm. and believe and trust in the reconciliation process, no matter Mm -hmm. how long it would take. But God was very specific in that he wasn't going to reconcile it. And so that next day, the very next day, I went to see a lawyer. It was it was plain to me. 
mm-hmm. that God was not going to work in silence. So I didn't need my ex-husband to pay for anything. I didn't, didn't need my ex-husband's permission. I didn't need to have a conversation. I need, didn't need to consult the pastor. I didn't need to talk to anybody mm-hmm. because I heard from God. So that very next day, I went and to see, I went to see a lawyer, and the lawyer took me through the process. Now, this is also how you know when something is God. Mm-hmm. When it's God, he will accelerate the process. Mm-hmm. It will move quickly. Yeah. It will happen quickly. So in South Carolina, you usually have to be separated for a whole year, and then you go through yeah, the divorce yeah. process. Mm-hmm. Well, November came, went to see the lawyer. I was divorced by April 2016. Okay. Within a year, I was separated and divorced because God speeded that process up. My ex-husband did not come to the did not come to the um, to the, the family court or anything mm-hmm. when things were going through. Um, through the process, all I needed for him to do was admit that he was committing adultery, and he did. Okay. And I made sure that I had that proof that he mm-hmm. was doing that, and that's all I needed to have for the for the judge, mm-hmm. um, for her to, um, you know, to uh, settle the divorce. Mm-hmm. And so that that was my process um, throughout that. I went through the challenges, I went through the obstacles, but in the midst of all of it, I was confident that the Lord was with with me. I was confident in his word that he will never leave me, that he will never forsake me. Mm-hmm. I was confident in his word that um that you know um that he will share secrets with me, mm-hmm. that to trust in him and to lean not into my own understanding. I was just confident in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean when I say kingdom. Kingdom is being confident in the word. Yeah. Not in systematic yes. things. Yeah. Read the word and apply it. I believe in doing that. Yeah. I apply it and I apply it um, consistently. And so so therefore, um, so there were challenges, there was obstacles, there were a lot of tears. I mean, in my book, I shared every thing I left nothing out. Yeah. Some people were like, well, "Oh my God, I can't believe you put that in your book." Well, I want people to really understand that even at your lowest point, that God can bring you through. Yeah, that you can still hear Him in the in the midst of that darkness. You know. Why do you think it took you seven months? Uh, to get up to hear back from God. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of building going on internally. Okay. He was showing me my selfishness. Mm-hmm. He was showing me, uh, I had a checklist of when I wanted to be married, when I wanted to have kids. I had my own, I was living in my See, own See, this is why way. this is women in ministry. All yeah. y'all got these lists. <laughs> Listen, I was going about life in my own way. Yeah. There are many ways of seeing life to man, mm-hmm. but there's only one way that's right. Mm-hmm. And that's God's way, mm-hmm. right? His will is the most important mm-hmm. thing. And he was just undoing a lot of that self-righteousness in me. Mm-hmm. He was showing me that it wasn't all my ex-husband's fault. Mm-hmm. That there was some things in me. There were some choices and some, deci- some decisions that I made that, he, that God had nothing to do with. It's because mm-hmm. I did what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. So therefore, I had to repent. There was a lot of repentance mm-hmm. going on within those seven months. Mm-hmm. And I believe that because God knows our heart postures, he knows when we're mature, he knows when we're genuine, mm-hmm. he knew that 
and I believe, and I'm speak, not speaking for God, but mm-hmm. I really truly mm-hmm. believe in my heart that when you have, when when you get the lesson, he'll reveal it to you. Okay. So within you. those seven months, I received the lessons that I was supposed to receive. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he gave me the next step of instruction, which was, mm-hmm. I'm not reconciling it. And so I didn't need to hear anything else or know anything else. That vision and dream for me was enough to go forward and move on with the law, the law process. I didn't worry about how much it was going to cost. Mm-hmm. I didn't worry about whether or not my husband was going to help me pay. None of that was important. Mm-hmm. I went to the bank, went to my savings account, found the lawyer, went and paid the lawyer, mm-hmm. and got the ball rolling. And within, what, six, five months, I was divorced. Mm-hmm. And it was because I followed his voice. So, if you look back in those seven months, um, have you ever thought why it wasn't five? Why wasn't it three? Never really thought about it. Why wasn't it like, six months? Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. That's part of it. I okay. think there was a seven mo- seven months because he it took seven months to get a complete reconciliation. Because seven is also the number of reconciliation. And so God's process, we don't understand Mm. until he will, it hasn't entered your eyes, the heart of man. He has not revealed those things, but by his spirit is the next verse. All that comes together. So after the book has been written, after the process goes forth, there is still revelation that comes to you. Yes. Um, with that, showing that, yes, he was complete in his work. Yes. But at the same time, he is a living God. So he can't stop revealing because you can only handle so much at such a time. So the more you become free, you're going to see freedom in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, and in your spirit. So there's going to be a completeness of, like this ministry, Hope Wells, a holistic approach for people to elevate. There's going to be a holistic health. You are currently exercising more than you ever have before in a totally different way. But that didn't happen during that relationship. That did not happen during those seven months. Because he's still holistically bringing a a healthy way for you to go through this process. You are still seeing a healing day to day with that. He has, yes, brought that mountain down, but he can still heal you even with a Band-Aid over the scar. Good. I never even looked at it like that. So, you know, when you think about that word reconciliation, mm-hmm. right? Like Christ has reconciled you. Yeah. Reconciled us yeah. Back to God. yeah. So the reconciliation was not necessarily mm-hmm. for my ex and myself. Yeah. To be reconciled. Uh-huh. But my heart, yes. posture, was yes. reconciled back to God. Mm-hmm. Of God. And it's continuing. Yes. Y'all, we a little deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, this is a little bit deep. I like it. And then for 
like to hone in on that because I feel that I'm I'm have I literally have patients in or clients coming through my head that are females that are in limbo of divorce and separation. They have kids, some of them don't. Um, and it does make, and then some of them have a biblical reason to leave, and then some of them don't. And it's right there, and since I'm so pro-marriage, I want to see you have the long-suffering. I don't want you being abused, but we can't, this is why I don't like teenagers dating, because they get in the habit of breaking up after an argument. They get in the habit of dismissing a relationship just because they didn't agree with me. And when you do that at, from 15 on to marriage, then that's all you know in your marriage is to break up. That's why they don't last long in that first three years, because all you know is to retreat. And so now, after you've been, it's like John 15, those that remain in me, that abide in me is over 10 times in 11 verses, showing that God is saying, stay with me, even when you don't understand, even when it's good, when it's bad, it's ugly, you hate me, you cuss me out, he's still God. And so, but just stay with me and you'll see how good the fruit is. And so now trying to get females to understand, and males, but specifically females that are in that process of what do I do um, within that. I know if I listen to a man, he may say this. If I listen to a female, she may say this. But it's not about gender. <laughs> it's about what God says. Whatever, whoever you ever get counseling or therapy through, if they don't have the voice of God, you're wasting your money um, with that. I don't care who that is, your best counselor, I don't care. Trust me, if they don't have the wisdom of God, it's only earthly and it's not going to last. Um, but how do you tell a female that's in limbo of, that's been in the same spot you've been, how do you encourage them to go forward? Yeah, well, I do want to share this, okay. um, Josh. You know, my situation may be a little bit different because my ex decided to leave. Mm-hmm. And I have no children either. Mm-hmm. We had no children together. Yeah. So a lot of women have those pieces and yeah. those attachments. So I have that compassion for them. Mm-hmm. Yet and still, when females have come to me because some of them may not may have known what I've gone through. I always say, don't use my story as an excuse, but do what you want to do. Good. Don't use my story good. as an excuse. That's good. Because I'm very much pro-marriage. Yeah. If God would have said, I'm reconciling your marriage, yeah. I would still be married to him today. Okay. I know I hear from God. Yeah. I trust that. Absolutely. So therefore, I'm very pro-marriage. So yeah. I'm always encouraging those that seek counsel from me yeah. to remain. Yeah. To remain, to remain, to mm-hmm. remain. Mm-hmm. And be confident yeah. that God who started this good work in you. He's going to do what? He, he's going to complete it. That number seven. He's going to, <laughs> he is going to complete it. Yes. And 
I didn't necessarily have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I believe that whoever's going through that would have to lean, yield, yield and lean to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. lean to Holy Spirit counsel, mm-hmm. not just through the one-on-one relationship mm-hmm. that they have, but mm-hmm. as you said, godly counsel, mm-hmm. counsel such as yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to consult godly counsel. Yeah. You have to remain. You have to continue to abide. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just be hasty mm-hmm. in my movements. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't just run and have a divorce. Yeah. Run to a lawyer to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. As you heard me say, it took seven months mm-hmm. for me. To, my husband, my ex-husband lived two hours away by then. Okay. My, my, I didn't see him anymore mm-hmm. for a whole seven months. He didn't want me, but yet and still, I was remaining mm-hmm. in God and yeah. yielding to God's voice to know what to do. Mm-hmm. And if you are not if you're not used to engaging God's voice on a regular basis, mm-hmm. that's why godly counsel is so important. Mm-hmm. You need the accountability to bounce your conversations off of mm-hmm. because there's a lot of distraction. Mm-hmm. Our eyes, what we what we feed our eyes is important. What mm-hmm. we feed our ears is important. So during that time, I wasn't watching just everything. Yeah. I wasn't listening to just everything. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going everywhere. I was I was very, very uh sensitive okay. to the voice of God. And so if you're going through this type of situation of separation or divorce, you cannot yield to the distractions of the world. You have to take your relationship with God very seriously during this time if you're seeking counsel from him. Mm-hmm. Meaning you can't be watching Real House Real Housewives yes. of the Man. You can't yes. be feeding your soul things that's going to diminish yes. the voice of God. Yeah. You 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 can't distract yourself. You can't be so distracted that you don't recognize when he's placing godly counsel right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Would you, on that same note, would you say instead of um, what you can't watch um, within those things, like um, like you mentioned, but at the same time, it may be a time to limit all voices in your head and just being able to know that you, I like, um, there's a mentor of mine and he he said this statement and it's so it just it's so simple but it's so revolutionary to me uh, and revelational um, as well. But God doesn't yell secrets. That's good. That's right. He's not gonna yell to you the things that he's wanting to tell you. Um, so instead of trying to do everything, lean in. Lean into the voice of God, and if you'll notice, if you can picture yourself leaning into the voice of God, there's things that are automatically going backwards, mm-hmm. away from your ear gates, mm-hmm. that's allowing you to lean into Him um, with that. So, with our, our women, I am so um, appreciative of this series because everyone. Is bringing a different perspective with it, but you also know. Um, I'm gonna turn it over uh, to Latoya for the ending. But if there's anything else you would want to 
say to the women listeners, um, particularly in ministry, what would that be? And then I'm going to have you uh, closing out and praying specifically for the women that relate to your book. Okay.